This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio. Good evening. News Talk 1010. I'm keen, aren't I? Good evening. My name is Vinny. How are you? A steaming dollop of expert journalism is right here. Disguised amongst thousands of litres of absolute amateurism. My name is Vinny White and you are listening to the Vinny White Show. 71010 if you want to text in. Uh, might get time to talk to Amanda. She's on the on the phone. She's the woman that comes... Woman? Girl? It's always hard when they're about 20-something, isn't it? Lady? Um, Love of my life. And nemesis. Um, Amanda. And, uh, yeah, we wish she might come in later. Well, no, she won't come in. I might phone her. Anyway, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Nothing ever goes to plan on the show anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, One thing I do know that will happen is James, the guy that owns Quiz Coconut, who quite often comes in and does Trivia Night is here. I've just let him in, hence me being out of breath. I had to run downstairs. Uh, so he'll be on later, and we'll do a bit of trivia. Uh, I've got a lot to get through tonight, so it'll be a good show. Well, I mean, I'm slightly biased, but I'll have a bash. Um, first of all, monumental discovery today. Big, big upsetting thing happened to me. I was going through my photographs, and you may remember a few weeks ago, I was in Nicaragua with Amanda and some, a few buddies to celebrate my 40th birthday. Um, and one of the things that we did, we went across a, a lake to a place called Ometepe, right? So there's a massive lake in the middle of Nicaragua, and in the middle of that lake is a giant volcano. Well, actually, there's two, and um, it's, it's worth going over there if you're in the area because you can get on a on a quad bike, or I think you call them an ATV, whatever, four-by-four four thingy, Bob, and go jetting around the island and, and looking up at this amazing volcano. So that was what we did, right? And on the way over to the volcano, which is probably about a two-hour ferry crossing, huge lake, almost huge. Nobody knows lakes like me. Nobody. Um, huge lake, and it's uh, it's probably the size of a small great lake. So it takes a while to get over to this volcano. And uh, so I was looking at the photographs today because I was doing some digital editing. And... I was editing some photographs, and I got to one photograph of me on the bottom deck of this boat, and it sort of brought back bad memories because I look really happy in the photo, um, but it's a selfie of me, and I know that three minutes later I threw up with seasickness. So you can see that I'm sort of happy but going a bit white in the photograph. So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, that was bad. But then something stuck out of me that I had never actually realised before. The guy next to me, who I didn't know, who happened to be a white guy as well, vacationing in Nicaragua, has a very little Toronto FC logo on his shirt. Now, I didn't speak to him because I was feeling pretty rough, and all of us were dispersed all over this boat. So I didn't know he was from Toronto until I saw the photograph today. So I'm putting an appeal out to ask if you were the man, and this is why. I really want to say sorry for what happened. And if you don't know what happened, this is what happened. The boat left, and about an hour in, I took that selfie. A few minutes later, I started feeling extraordinarily ill. And I said to an Irish friend of mine a few rows back, Steve, get me a bag. And my Irish friend, Steve, said, what kind of bag do you want? And I said, any bag. I'm not going shopping, for God's sake. I feel sick. To which he got up and tried to get me one, but it was too late. 
And I only had my bag, which had loads of swimwear and stuff in it, with, uh, you know, like a proper bag, you know, not a placky bag. But really, I spent 200 bucks on this thing on my lap. And I thought, well, if needs must, because Steve ain't coming back. So I opened the bag and threw up into it and threw up into my towel. And I didn't know when you projectile vomit, really quite a lot of vile bile comes up. It is. Congratulations if you're eating, by the way. It is one rancid, awful feeling. And so as I was yakking into my bag with the power of perhaps a nuclear weapon, I um, unfortunately had a bit of splashback and the splashback went on this Torontonian's leg. Yeah. Now, I never looked at him because I haven't read a manual on how to cope with the most embarrassing situation in the world. But I do know when I was given a bag, my head was in there for the next two hours. I wasn't even feeling ill, but I'm not about to look round at this bloke. He had shorts on as well, so I think a bit of vomit stuck to his leg. So, as you might have worked out since I've had this discovery, I'm, putting a, I'm launching an appeal to find the man that I threw up on. Hashtag, did Vinny throw up on you? Um, if you could get in touch with me, 71010, I'll send you a bunch of flowers or something. Now, uh, well, that's a bit rubbish, actually. I'll send you a pair of vomit-proof trousers. You're welcome. <laughs> in case it ever comes up again. Literally comes up again. Um, but if you want to text me 71010 and tell me what you look like and what you are wearing so I know that you're not a faker, okay? So the, the word is out. Are you the Torontonian? Presuming he was a Torontonian. Don't know. He obviously likes Toronto FC. So... Did I throw up on your leg? In which case, here's the first apology. Sorry about that. And sorry I didn't say anything. I, can't, I couldn't cope. Could not cope. And the other um, apology I'll give you in person over some beers or flowers or whatever it is you want. So text, your, text what you look like, um, how you felt about me throwing up on you, and <laughs> what you want. And I will get you basically anything you'd ever need. Okay. Someone's uh, first text in. I'm having my dinner, Vinny. Go easy on your description. Sorry about that. I know I should have. It should have done a, a warning, really, shouldn't I? This story involves vomit. You know, like when you watch an American ad for anything, and then for the next twenty minutes they go through all the things that it could do to kill you. Cialis will give you an erection and bring you closer to your wife. It may also cause vomiting, diarrhea, um, bring on feelings of sadness where you might want to hang yourself, and um, you might black out. But Cialis is great. Now that person's food is going down <laughs> nice and smooth. I saw one of those ads the other day. I was watching an American network. And the ad itself, I can't remember what it was for. It was for something like, I don't know, hair growth or something that no one really needs and probably doesn't work. And the ad itself was probably about 30 seconds. Two minutes of health warnings afterwards. I'd forgotten what the ad I've still forgotten what the ad's for. Okay, moving on. Away from vomit and into something sickly, but uh, in a very different way. The Pepsi ad. Oh, so Pat, producer, did you see the Pepsi ad? Oh, of course. It was. That's just one of those things. I remember where I was when <laughs> one of the Jenners thought she could cure the world's problems with a Coke or a when Pepsi. You, when you watched it, were you watching it online afterwards when it had been pulled, or, or were you watching it in real time as an advert? I saw it. It was running as YouTube ads before YouTube videos. That's where I first saw it. Right. So you watched it live on a computer when Pepsi thought, this might be a good idea. Yeah. I I think 
I have a strong suspicion they knew exactly what was going to happen. It's it's just so awful. It's it's you would think it was an SNL parody, yeah, of a, of the old Coke. Was it like I want to give the world a Coke or something like that? It felt like they were making fun of that. Yeah, it was so just awful. Okay, so for those that haven't seen it, and I only saw it today, I'm going to go through this now. Okay. Pepsi has pulled an advertisement after it was widely mocked and criticised for appearing to trivialise protests. It is so nail-bitingly cringeworthy. It makes you want to stab yourself in the eyes with a lacerated Pepsi can. It's also mind-bendingly stupid. It's just a stupid ad. It's, it's totally uncreative. It's idiotically put together. It makes the ShamWow advert look like a work of Shakespeare. It is utterly terrible. It features the very attractive reality TV star, Kendall Jenner. Mmm, Kendall Jenner. She steps away from a photo shoot, as you always do, to join young protesters at a heavily policed demonstration. Already mental. Even at this point, it's tasteless and totally unrealistic as the entire crowd are so good-looking and well-dressed, I assume that they're protesting about the moorage fees for their dad's yacht. Uh, She steps out of the crowd and heads towards a police line. Yeah, a line of police. About 40 of them. She heads, she's the only one, she heads towards them. For some reason, the entire police force in this, uh, what looks to be an American town, seem to have spent their police budget not on riot shields and tear gas. No! Teeth whitening strips and spray tans. Yeah, they were all models. Yeah. In reality, at this point, being that this is the USA, she may well have been tasered, because she's white. Of course, if she was black, she'd probably be shot. The soundtrack kicking in is cheesier than a wheel of brie inside a wheel of Edam inside a wheel of Gorgonzola topped with Rockfort. There's, like, young, groovy singers. Groovy makes me sound old. Young... Hip and funky singers. Makes me sound older. Um, but they uh, they sing, here are the lyrics. We are the chosen. We gonna shine out the dark. We are the movement, this generation. She approaches the best looking police officer, who in reality would have a beer belly and a beard, but in this advert has the perfect body and the sort of face that you might find on a member of One Direction. Uh, she gives him a can of Pepsi, which he would, in reality, hurl behind a bush and await an explosion while simultaneously getting his gun ready to turn Kendall Jenner into a woman with so many bullet holes in her, she would be quite a good cheese grater by the end of it. But no, he doesn't hurl the can of Pepsi. Hang on, and I'll tell you what he does with it. If, by this point, you're not finding this advert unrealistic, assuming you've been in solitary confinement for 20 years with nothing in your prison cell other than a TV hooked up to an episode of Friends... It becomes even more idiotic as you discover that the cop opens the can and begins drinking it. While he's doing that, because it's not stupid so far, a Muslim woman in the crowd with a headscarf on takes a picture of this utterly impossible, inconceivable event and everyone decides to start cheering and smiling. Like they've just been told that the water cannons are full of money and uh, someone's about to fire them up. That and your daddy's mooring fees that you were protesting about will remain the same, so don't worry, right? So this week, the 21-year-old model, that is Ken, uh, Kenda Jennel, Jennel Kenda, doesn't matter, she'll never get another job, lay low as she looked at uh, a pile of money that Pepsi gave her that uh, made her look like the world's biggest idiot. 
Like the biggest idiot in the news in my memory. All right, since Balloon Boy's mum and dad got busted for being idiots. Remember them? Balloon Boy. Mental. How does a company, a major global brand worth more than $150 billion, make a multi-million dollar advertisement that it later realises it has to pull, conceding that it has, quote, clearly missed the mark? Do you think? I think you might be right, Pat. They got everybody talking about Pepsi, and it just like like you mentioned, the Jenner is like part of the Kardashian thing. She's just a very controvert part of the most controversial family. It basically portrays like young people are just against the cops, <laughs> and that a Pepsi somehow dispels like decades of horrific police abuse and all kinds of racial issues. It's so bizarre. I should have mentioned, by the way, if you haven't seen it, you're quite right. I missed one important thing. When he opens the can of Pepsi, the crowd go nuts. They love cops all of a sudden. Yeah, they're like, you know what? The world's all right. It it seems like they went over every, like there's a Muslim person. They went over everything that people are going to go, stop putting this kind of stuff in ads. <laughs> yeah, it's like the rule book of how not to make an ad. Yeah, they hit too many. That's why I'm worried it's fake. And, and since I've watched it, I've looked at some of the stills. The stills are hilarious because you see that the crowd are, are holding signs. The signs read, quote, I'm not making this up, join the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the hashtag Pepsi was trying was to get it? going. Great. In, in all the ads, yeah. Oh, my God. The other ones they read, peace and unity. I went to a protest in London, the Women's March this year. I was in uh, London, England, and I went to one. And one of the signs said, I wouldn't piss on Trump if he was on fire. The other one said, free Melania. And uh, quite a few of them said, well, someone shoot the narcissistic man, baby. That's what you see at protests. Not unity. Unity. Join the conversations like what Starbucks tried to do years ago where they tried to get their baristas to just have talks about, like, racial issues in America. It's just uh, corporations just stop doing exactly. it. Exactly. And, and afterwards they said something like, don't quote me on this because I haven't got it in front of me, but something like uh, we thought it was really important to portray all different walks of life and how this new generation are making profound change. Shut up. Shut up. But that's also not what they were doing. They All they did was do this ambiguous, weird thing of like, oh, there's police. We know young people are doing stuff with police. There's a girl with a headscarf. People are sensitive about that. Was, like, they didn't make any was, statements. This is the thing. This is what always, always bothers me. When Starbucks change their cup color and everyone goes, oh, you change your cup color. And they go, oh, we just wanted to be inclusive and unity. You, you want to sell coffee. That's what you want to do. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to deny that. So don't say, oh, we wanted to paint a picture of unity. You wanted to sell a can of sugary soda that tastes like it should be in the cleaning aisle of a supermarket. You didn't want to bring anyone together. You don't care. No, Pepsi's not trying to foster a reconciliation between the community and different, you know, people they have gripes with. It's ridiculous. Daughter of Martin Luther King, Bernice King, said, quote, on, on Twitter, quote, if only Daddy would have known about the power of Pepsi. Oh, did you see all the gifts of, like, just famous people trying to give Pepsis to, like, uh, the kids at Berkeley trying to put Pepsis in the guns of the National Guard? The Chinese man at Tiananmen Square that yeah. stood in front of the tanks has been replaced with a bottle of Pepsi. That one was quite good. Yeah, they're so funny. So if for any reason you'll have any uh, problems with the modern-day world, uh, just open a can of sugary uh, beverage and uh, all be well. Do Pepsi advertise on this station? God, I hope not. <laughs> just in case they do. Mm, hang on, let me just have a swig. My, that really is good. It uh, tastes of 
of, of, of unity. God, I feel sick again. <laughs> tuned in to the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Um, was it like the fat guy in Monty Python vomiting, said someone on text? Yes. It, <laughs> that's a brilliant description. Um, someone said, I'd rather watch the two minutes of side effects at the end of medicine commercials than watch that ridiculous Pepsi commercial again. Uh, someone else said, how is this Jen- Jenna's fault? I'm sure she didn't write the ad. No, I agree with you. I would absolutely agree with you. I mean... If someone said, do I want to be in that ad, and I saw the storyboard, I'd say no. But in her defence, she's only 21, and she's very good looking, and p- people probably told her, her management, etc., uh, here's a couple of million dollars, and it will make your career even better. So I don't really blame her. I blame the copywriters and advertising p- executives that thought, oh, this is a good idea. Um, someone else says, Vinny, you're missing the point. Kendall Jenner fans really believe that the world's problems can be solved this way. Your demographic finds it ridiculous because you live in reality. If the generation that is coming up thinks that Pepsi is going to fix the world, then uh, maybe that Mars expedition is a great idea. Sign me up, Buttercup. Right. Uh, Amanda Capito quite often comes on this show live. Um, I'm going to squeeze her down to a little section because we've got James coming in later. And James is the guy that does the trivia night and he's made the effort to come in. Whereas Amanda just bloody well picked up the phone and quite literally phoned it in. Boy, I hope she can't hear any of this. Hi, Amanda. You're the worst. I'm making such a good effort to come on the show, even though I'm horribly jet lagged and like barely functioning. Where are you right now? I'm driving downtown are you pulled over no but i am hands-free mate this is a very important bit of talk radio i I need you're not gonna give me the commitment of coming in can you at least give me the commitment of being stationary (laughs) i'm on the dvp like most of the listeners are probably right now right everyone on the dvp you're going north or south amanda i'm coming south right anyone heading south on the dvp (laughs) gradually and safely come to a halt so we can have a decent bit of radio. <laughs> no one's listening. Okay, that's... Uh, they never do, Amanda. <laughs> they never bloody do. I met someone in Kensington High Street selling art today, in Kensington Market, sorry. Uh, Kensington Market, and uh, they were selling some, some handmade art, and I got talking to them, and they said, oh, I listen to you on the radio. You and that really funny laugh woman. Oh, that's such a beautiful compliment. Yeah. And then she said... Did I but that's okay. No, she didn't. And she didn't remember mine. She goes, are you the, uh, are you the English guy on the radio? <laughs> anyway, um, where have you been and what have you been doing? I've been in your homeland, Vinny. I've been uh, tracing back your steps. Oh. I've just been, I was actually there for work. I was in London for work for the week. So I just got back. Amanda also works for a charity, I should mention. We won't say which one. All right, so what was it like this time? Because I remember the first time you ever went to England, you texted me on day one and said, why are your people so rude? Yeah. I've Okay, so I've come to the conclusion that I, I enjoy the, the city to visit and I don't mind the people, but what I really don't like is, like, the physical city itself. I don't like it. Because it's really large. It's wait, wait, so can large. I just make sure we know what city you're talking about? Which one? London. Right, okay. Oh, 
Oh, sorry. Not you. That, I know you didn't. You weren't born there, but yeah. I mean, I'm still clocking it as yours. Yeah, You're close enough. Yeah. Um, li- like the city is so large that when when I'm needing directions, or even when I get into a cab and I have the exact address, being like, "Please take me here," no one, no one knows their way around the city. No well, you're not getting into a black cab. You're playing it cheap. Anyone in a black oh, cab has done the knowledge, and the knowledge means that you know every road in London. So no. you are getting in dodgy cabs, aren't you, no. mates? And Ubers. I was in a black cab, Vinny. So these are like the cabs. Was it a hostage situation? Because this sounds weird. Maybe I got a bad guy, but he did, and then he didn't have any GPS system. So he took me to the wrong area, apparently. So there's apparently an area called the Oval. But I was wanting to go to the Oval Road and whatever. He took me to the wrong place. He didn't have GPS. He's pulling out maps. He's stopping people on the road. People on the road don't know where it is. It's like, and then at one point I stopped a police officer. I was, I, I had to have been close. Mm. I was on a street that hits another street that I knew. I was like two minutes from my destination. I stopped the police officer just being like, hey, which way on this road to mm. this, this large landmark? So just, just like, back it up just a second. You were heading, you were heading for where? Oval Road? Yes. But and you just said oval because here in North America you often don't bother no, with the word road. I gave, him, I gave him the exact address, but he just heard oval and he goes, "Oh, I know where that is." Mm. And then he took me to another area that was also called oval. Mm. Like, why do you have more than one area called oval? I, I don't even. I can't. Do you know it. how many Wellington streets there are in Toronto? But you know what? Our people would ask and confirm or have a damn GPS to take me there. I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be sounding like a Debbie Downer. I usually am the positive, have the positive outlook. But I mean, you're all the the native people there cannot point you in the right direction, even when you are so close. So I don't. I it's really frustrating at all times. Amanda, did you join the KKK whilst in London? That small faction. (laughs) (laughs) I'm worried about your lexicon and your. Your knowledge of natives in London. No one's native in Toronto. No one's native in London. We're all from everywhere, aren't we? Yeah, but okay, no. But I would call myself a Toronto. Like I know Toronto because I live here now. I've mm. lived here. Right. I but think you know, we might be getting is... slightly too involved in one cab journey that went wrong, which no, could have happened in any country, officer. including this one. Officer. I did two. I had two back-to-back incidents. Three actually. Mm. I was only there for a week, and three back-to-back incidents where. People who are local to the area didn't know, like, something that was very close where I, when I was asking for directions, had like, couldn't help me. Right, so but I, hang on, before you carry on, we're, we're the two completely radically different cities, and it's not just because one's bigger than the other, although one is holding 12 million people and one holds about four. One of them is built on a grid system with some streets that are longest in the world, like Bloor Street, Queen and King Street, which are incredibly prominent, and well, the entire city was built around the invention of the motor vehicle. The other one is built around medieval pathways... What I'm saying is that it's not designed for the motor vehicle. Henceforth, it is difficult to navigate. And if you'd have used a proper black cab, I still stick by my point that you should have done the knowledge. It was a proper black cab. I'm telling you, 100% fact. Mm. I'll, I'll give you one other. Okay, I'll give you one other example, and you tell me if I'm being if I'm being unreasonable. Mm. Usually, of your place of work, like the place that you're going into every single day, the restaurant in the, you know three to five minute walking range would you would you agree that you're usually pretty well acquainted with the restaurants or the the little like just the coffee shops that are around your work area yeah i'd say that's fair right three to five minute walking range i'm not saying you have to know the whole 
go block, but mm. just walking range. Yeah. So I went, I one day for my, I was there for work, I went for lunch to like something that was just down the street. God knows I did not want to venture too far off. I would never make it back. No help to the people. And I, I went to this place called Mr. Lasagna, which was cute and had like, you know, 20 different lasagnas and it seemed like a little, great. it was a to-go place. So when I went back to the office, they're like, oh, where'd you go for lunch? I said, yeah, I went to Mr. Lasagna just down the street. They're like, where? I'm like, Mr. Lasagna. They're like, what street was it on? I'm like, I don't know. Like, the street that's, like, right there, pointing to it. And they just had no idea. Like, the lack of knowledge, because the city is so big. I get it. But it's, like, it's very hard. It's very hard for me. I, I found it very frustrating. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. It just seems so incidental to worry about that. Like, I just didn't like it. There's I probably, just... in fairness, there's probably at least three restaurants around my working area, well, certainly this one, this studio, that if you told me their names, I wouldn't know. Like, that's that's a weird thing to pick up on and make a <laughs> London like thing. They have a hundred different lasagnas. They're like, never heard of it. No. Mate, there's... <laughs> There's a restaurant over the road from this studio that you introduced me to called Move Our Me. Remember that? Yeah. I've been working in this studio for four years. I didn't know it was there. Do you remember you told me about it and I found it? <laughs> so I guess I just have to single-handedly, like, make everyone more... I'm not sure if I can come up with a more specific example of exactly why the point you made is stupid when I've just <laughs> exactly reversed it to a situation where you had to tell me one and now you're ignoring this point? That's a great point. No, it's not a great point. First off, you don't, you're not in the studio every single day. Oh, it's God's more sake. like, it's, think of where you visit every day. Right, okay. I don't think it's a fair example. And uh, moving on. How was your time in London, Amanda? Did you have a good time? <laughs> apart from that. <laughs> apart, yeah. Good. Apart from that, I did, I did. Oh, that was emotional. Amanda there talking about uh, London, England and uh, working clearly for the tourist board, having a great time. <laughs> I still love you. Take care, love. I've got to go because I've got James on. Go, go. Have fun. See you later. Bye. Bye. Now, it's at this point, normally, if she was a phone caller that I didn't know, I'd say some critical things about her way of thinking, not allowing her to defend herself because she's not here. But I'll be a gentleman. I won't do that. Hopefully I stuck up for my former land quite well. Uh, if you're debating a trip to London, uh, take a map. All right? Sort out a data plan, get your own GPS, keep an eye on stuff. There you are, sorted. Um, James is a, a fellow Brit and uh, has been looking at me bizarrely through the glass for all of this. And he will come in and talk about... Uh, well, he does pub quizzes, right? Or pub trivia nights, if you like. And he always comes in to do one here, so we'll, uh, we'll bring him in a minute. But first of all, your texts have been coming in thick and fast on 71010, so let's just get through a few of them, some of them are very good, and I do love your input. Vinny, I'm sorry, but I was born in England, but lived in Canada for most of my life. When I travelled back to London after 20 years plus, I was pleasantly surprised to find out that the British are much warmer than Canadians. Any black cab I got into, I did just fine, even though I got a bit of a history... Oh, sorry, even got a bit of history thrown in. Yeah. Uh, tell Amanda she needs to speak with an English accent and they'd understand, <laughs> says someone else. <laughs> this is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Text in on 71010, it's always good to hear from you, an absolute joy. Uh, I n- nearly always wedge this in, so let's do it again. 
Um, but this time, let's do it with James since you've just walked in. Hey, James, you've got a beautiful face. So do you, Vinny. Pleasure to Whenever I look at your face, what I think is, man, would I like to see that again when you're not around? Ooh, and maybe even blow it up bigger than it already is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. If there was a way of doing that? Well, I suppose you'd have to come up with some sort of print of your face, maybe on canvas. Okay, and is there... I'm unsure how that would turn out, so could I pick it up and have a look at it at the time? It's hard to know. Let me just do a quick bit of Googling. It's a weird thing to want in the middle of a radio show, but... Oh, look at that. Number one in Toronto. It says some fantastic Google reviews is MrPhotoCanvas.com. Wow, that sounds reliable. Yeah, it does. And I know that because I own it. What are the chances? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if you want a uh, photo on canvas of uh, anyone's face or dog and or or body part, there are some exceptions, um, go to MrPhotoCanvas.com. Did you get that, James? I did. Maybe say it one more time. Well, could you remember the uh, website address? Uh, MrPhotoCanvas.com. That's it, yeah. Um, when you do... I don't know if you notice radio ads, they nearly always say the website or the phone number like five times. Yes. Because they like to ram it into people's heads. MrPhotoCanvas.com. <laughs> <laughs> but they do it without the... Because the first one you did was quite questioning. But I feel like you've really found your confidence on the last MrPhotoCanvas.com. Okay, ain't enough. Thank you. Right. All right, James does a uh, pub quiz, as we call it in England, and he does it here in Toronto. He's Mr. Quiz Coconut. His website is... ChrisCoconut.ca. Now, if you are from around here, you probably call it Trivia Night, and quite often you do it in the beaches. You're still doing that live one. That's right, I do it on every Tuesday night. Mm. Um, and we're actually coming into patio season, we're actually going to be doing it outside. Oh, it's get going in. to be an outdoor quiz uh, where people can, there's loads of room, come down. We're actually not there next Tuesday because it's the Blue Jays home opener. Oh, and yeah. I can't compete with that. But then after that, every Tuesday throughout the summer, we will be there to so come down and, and find us. Actually, something just before we get into the quiz has just popped into my mind. Yeah. You've spent a lot of time in London. I have. I've just come back from there, actually. There was, I was trying to find this lasagna restaurant. I had no luck. That's what yeah, I was going to yeah, ask. Yeah, have you yeah. ever been to Mr. Lasagna? No, I haven't. No, Mrs. Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Master Spaghetti, Senor Pizza, but never Mr. Lasagna. No, but I, I've got to say that the Black Cabs in London are incredible. And you, you get in there and they really do know wherever you're going. Yeah. I think that she, she may have missed a word off there. Sounds to me. Don't know. Like, I don't you know, want to say it on the phone. She is quite a boisterous yeah, woman. Exactly. She'd yeah. take you down yeah, like a wounded gazelle. We'll edit this out. Uh, Pat, the producer, is going to organise some music. Now, this time, I want you to play along at home. And the best way to do it is set up a text now to so 71010. Okay, so get your phone out, text 71010. And then what I want is an order of letters because we're going to give you multiple choice. So, for example, you may want to text to 71010 A C B A C. Or whatever the answers are, right? Because we're going to give you three shots on each question. Whoever gets it right does get a canvas from MrPhotoCanvas.com. Or one of you does. I can't give it to everyone. Um, So get your phone out, text 71010 and play along with us now. Uh, Don't forget to put your name at the end as well. And what we're going to do, we're looking for a series of A's, B's and C's. So once you get the question right, put that into your text and then comma, move on to the next one. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. Hit me, my friend. Mr. Quiz Coconut is in the house. Here we go. So we can keep it A's and B's if you like. That makes it nice and easy. Oh, so really? Okay. Here we go. Multiple choice. It's either A or B. A or B. So here we go. Number one, Dolly the sheep. Remember Dolly the sheep, the first cloned animal, yeah? Yeah. She was named after Dolly Parton. So is that A, true, or B, false? So Dolly the sheep 
was named after Dolly Parton. Is that A, true, or B, false? Quick shout out to Lily. Thanks for texting in. Thanks for listening. Um, okay. There we I've go. Written mine down. So there we go. A or B. Number two. This was in the news in the last week. A study has, has shown that Canadian babies do more than babies from most other countries. Is it A, cry, or B, fart? <laughs> okay, this, this is in the news. Uh, a study shown that Canadian babies do more than most babies from most other countries. Uh, is it A, cry, or B, fart? That's number two. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think it was fart because you wouldn't think that their diets are that different here. It's not like you're force-feeding poutine at a young age. Yeah, but it, you can get studies for anything these days, okay. don't you? All right, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go with what I've gone with. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Oh, sorry, by the way, the people that are texting in now, wait until you've got all of them ready. A or B, but get a string of them, and then we want all of them together. All right? Okay. Thanks. Right, here we go. Uh, number four, A or B. Which of these has got a higher top speed? Is it a pig or is it a mouse? And by this, I'm talking about the, the highest speed that it's able to achieve, not an average speed. So which of those can reach the highest top speed? Is it a pig? Do you mean proportionate to mouse? its body or just no, in a just, race? Just in a race. If yeah. you had a pig and a mouse and racing, a mouse. Yeah. who'd come first? Over what length of It's track? not a distance. It's just the highest speed that they're able to achieve. Okay, so probably a short distance. That would be fair, wouldn't it? Yeah, we're just looking at the top speed. If you burnt the arse of a mouse and burnt the arse of a pig yeah. and they had to get across the room, which one would get across exactly. the room Exactly, yeah, that's what we're looking for here. All right. So that's number four. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Number five, I've got another topical question for the, uh, for the listeners here. Uh, so this was in the news. A neuroscientist has claimed which of these engages more of the brain than doing, let's say, a maths algebra problem. Okay, is it A, brushing your teeth, or is it B, drinking wine? Which of those engages, engages more of your brain? Yeah, it engages, the, it uses more brain power, yeah. uh, exercises your brain more uh, than, than doing, you know, a maths problem or something like that. So is it brushing your teeth, or is it drinking wine? That's number five. It's going to make it up. Okay. If you're preparing your texts, when, when we've finished, you're going to send them to 71010, but we're not quite ready yet. A few more questions. So I've got number six now. So we're thinking about the ocean, you know, all of the water on the planet, all of it. So the average depth of that, the average depth of the whole of the oceans on the planet, okay, is it A, 400 metres, or is it B, four kilometres? Can I ask a secondary question course, about that? yeah, of course. So is the question... Everything that is covered by water, what's the average height? Or is the question, if you covered the Earth with water, no, what would it be? So, so let's say we're looking at the Atlantic, the Pacific, any sort of bodies of water, right. uh, the oceans and the seas, the average depth. So that's so far, one, two, three, four, five. That was question five. I think that was number six, wasn't it? No, wasn't I've it? been writing them down, I promise. I think we've got... Okay, maybe we will. All right. The first question was a true or false. The second one was between a fart and crying. The second one was between... Th sorry, the third one was between a pig and a mouse. The fourth one was between teeth and um, drinking wine. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. the fifth one was sorry, either got... 400 metres or 4,000 metres. So, uh... so I've got a few... Oh, here we go. I've got another multiple choice here. Right. So this was a study, uh, and it was done last year, 
Uh, it was actually in Britain, so I don't know whether that, that skews your answer here. Apparently, but, it's uh, impossible to get around that country. I, I, I don't know how I got out of there. No one knows anywhere. No. no and uh, if you do get lost, then uh, don't use Trafalgar Square or any well-known museums. Use Mr. Lasagna. <laughs> Go on, then. Oh, dear. Right, here we go. Um, a survey last year asked a 1,000 bored housewives who they're most likely to sleep with. Oh, I'm okay. listening. Is it A, a plumber... Or is it B, an electrician? Hang on a minute. Right, yeah. hang on. I've got serious <laughs> problems with this. Apart from the fact it's verging on sexist. Yeah, Let, yeah. When you say bored housewives, did they come forward and go, not only my housewife, but I am really bored? I, I don't know. I mean, it's on this bit of paper, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that. So do they stop everyone that's buying nappies and diapers what? and say, can I just, before we start, are you all right or are you bored? Well, I, I guess that was one of the criteria. Yeah. Can we just this say is in, this is in a metro newspaper or something? I think it, this is a, a a real proper. I didn't make this up. Basically. Okay, That's so what we're trying to get up. a thousand bored housewives questioned. Yeah, rather sleep with a, a plumber, a plumber, or B an electrician. Uh, there's plumbing involved with the intercourse, so I'm I'm verging that way. Okay, I mean there's there's sort of pipes, isn't there? And, I mean, don't think about it too hard. It, it doesn't have much of a sexual effect. But what I'm saying is they probably know their way around more plumbers than yes. electricians. All right, next question. Got one more. Yeah, go on, Here we go. So in which in which year did a week's chart have this top three? Okay. You've got Nellie and Kelly with Dilemma. You've got Justin Timberlake, Like I Love You. And you've got Pink, It's Just Like a Pill. Okay, so is it A, 2001, B, 2002. That's a tough one. Though. Oh, that's really tough. That's tough, isn't it? But, you know, this, this is going to sort sort the week from the chaff at the end. I don't think Canadians say that. Okay, it's going to sort the winners from the losers. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be very literal yeah, okay, here. Fair enough, yeah. And also, farming references are really only working for the agricultural community. Yeah, but they're working well there. We do say that, though. Well, you reap what you sow, don't you? I like the way that you've been living here years and you still insist on using very English expressions like, we need to sort the wheat from the chaff. Let's run through really quickly so everyone can recap their answers. There are seven questions. Here they are all over again. And I want seven A's or B's from you in order. So hit me with question one. So here we go. Number one, A or B, uh, Dolly the sheep was named after Dolly Parton. So A is true and B is false. Don't okay. say anything now. Number two, a study this week found Canadian babies do more than others. Is it A, cry or B, fart? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A pig or a mouse is oh, quicker. Yeah, Which one can run faster? Is it a pig, A, or a mouse, B? Okay. Okay. And then we had... Uh... What uses more brain power was question yeah, four. Yeah, so that's... That, is it brushing your teeth or is it drinking wine? Okay. Okay. Question five. The world's oceans, if combined and then averaged, that's would right. be That's right. So either. A is 400 metres and B is four kilometres, the average depth of the oceans. Then we've got the uh, the thousand bored housewives sleeping with a plumber or an electrician. And the last one... Hang on, hang on. So oh, sorry. Plumber is A and Plumber is A, is electrician is B. Yeah. And then you've got Nelly and Kelly, Justin Timberlake and Pink in the chart. Is it 2001 A or 2002 for B? Okay. So now the answers. Sorry about the painful going through this again, but there's a canvas at stake here from okay. mrphotocanvas.com. So I've got for A... True. It's true. Yeah, actually, it was cloned from a, a mammary gland cell. Ah, uh, hence, uh, hence Dolly Parton. Hence Dolly Parton. Well known for her 
country music. So uh, number right two, there. I said that Canadian babies don't cry as more than other babies. They fart more than other it's babies. It's cry actually. Damn, yeah, I'm out it's already. Cry. All right, I said, which is quicker out of a pig and a mouse? I said pig. It is a pig, but only just. The mouse is pretty close. What's the speed of a pig? Uh, just slightly more than a mouse. Brilliant, cheers, yeah, mate. Yeah. It's that sort of cutting-edge scientific answers that I love. Uh, number four, uh, the question was, which uses more brain power, cleaning your teeth or drinking wine? I said teeth. Do you know what? It's actually drinking wine, so that's good news for everyone. Um, so the tasting and analysing of wine using one of your biggest muscles in your mouth actually requires quite a lot of brain power. Mm. Okay. Um, I hope you're all texting in now, by the way, before because uh, you can't text in once the answers have gone off. 71010 is where you need to be sending them. Uh, but we'll continue. Question number five. Combine the world's oceans and then get the average... 400 metres or 4,000 metres? It's four, yeah, four kilometres. 4,000 metres is the average oh. depth of the oceans on the planet. I got, I got that wrong as well. Oh, amazing, yeah. That um, is amazing, actually. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you know that 0.03% uh, of the world's water is in lakes and rivers? Unbelievable. That's, that's, a, that's a great fact. Lakes as well? Yeah, lakes and rivers. Including yeah. the Great Lakes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 90% of the water is in the oceans. That's a great yeah. fact. I've got a great uh, fact for you on that as well. Go on, if you wanted to understand the depth of all water combined, if, for example, the Earth was entirely flat and it all had the same amount of water, it would be like wrapping a tissue paper around an orange. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have lost all our listeners. Um, moving on. Uh, how many board housewives were there? Uh, there's a thousand, and most of them said electrician. That was B. Is that true, then? Yeah, that is, yeah. Oh, I put plumber. That's electrician. Uh, and the last one, those songs were in the year in 2002. That hey, was B. I got that right. So, your answers should be A, 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 B, 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 B. B, yeah. That's pretty simple. A, 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 B, 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 B. And let's have a look who... Can I just say very quickly, Vinny? Yes, please do. Uh, I do do corporate quiz events, and I will happily have a little competition with your listeners. If they're interested for me to come, uh, I will pick one of your listeners at random and come to their place of work and do a quiz for free. All they've got to do is send me an email to james at quizcoconut.ca and put Vinny as the subject line. Okay. There you go. And we have our first winner. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to everyone that took part, including Paulina, Lily, John, Debbie, another Amanda... Uh, Steve, no name on that one, and a few other people. Uh, congratulations. The winner tonight with a perfect score of A-A-A-B-B-B-B is Kevin. Congratulations. Uh, Kevin, your phone number ends in 425, and I'll give you a tinkle later, my friend. Congratulations. You've got a canvas print from MrPhotoCanvas.com. Dreams are coming true there, really. That's what I do, mate, yeah, every day. Amazing. Thanks. That was a good quiz. Why do Canadian babies fart more? No, they don't. They cry oh, no, more. Cry more. Cry Why? More. Uh, it, so th this is a study done in the last week or so. They actually got, it wasn't a, many countries in the world, maybe about 10 of them. They got them all together and they realised that Canadian babies do cry a little bit more. German and Japanese babies cry the least. Oh, I can get that of the yeah. Japanese because they're quite reserved in that sense. Yeah. That's interesting. The two countries that lost to the Second World War. What does that mean? Let's Why start a conspiracy it? theory and put it on Breitbart right now. That it, it fostered stoicism. Yeah, exactly. Even it's, in the babies. What have we learned? Basically, if your baby cries, it's probably the manifestation of Lucifer on Earth. Bingo. <laughs>
That's the reasonable thing to get to. Um, thank you, James, for coming in. James My pleasure. My works pleasure. at quizcoconut.ca. He is the host with quite a bit, and uh, we like having him in here. Thank you, Amanda, as well, and your treacherous journey to Mr. Lasagna. And I will be back on Tuesday morning for more of this gubbins, and uh, perhaps if you get lucky, I'll be here next week, or unlucky, depending which way you look at it. Have yourself a wonderful time. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Dave Eddy's next. Turn up.